Hello everyone, and welcome back. In this episode, we explore ghosts, hauntings, and the paranormal, with guest appearances from my brother David and longtime friend Keith Schlichter. Is there something more to the illusions that people claim to see, or has it all been nothing but illusion this whole time? Find out that and more in this episode of Fact or Fiction. All right, David, uh, Keith, thank you guys for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, okay, so I think we should start by going into what we think the paranormal is, uh, what could be the cause of people having seen or claim to have seen some type of a ghost or an apparition. So what do you guys think that is? That's super interesting. True. I, I don't know. So I don't really have any like personal thoughts, I guess, on what paranormal could be. I know I've had some experiences. I do know one of the things I think is interesting that people say, like, maybe if somebody dies in a hostile situation or isn't ready to leave, that that could be a reason that a ghost would be maybe stuck or attached to something mm-hmm. yeah. or left behind. Yep. Or mm-hmm. another version, like, hasn't crossed into the light, which I think is interesting. Like, how, how that theory came to be. Keith? True. Yeah. I, didn't, um, I agree. Yeah. I, that's what I've heard. I like them a lot as well. Stuff similar to that. And um, um, like hot. Yeah. Things, hot spots and um, why. Yeah. Spirits seem to be in specific spots or occurrences or reoccurring kind of the same type of apparitions and loops and stuff like that. Um stuck in in their you know infinite like reliving those intense moments or whatever true i didn't think of that right off the bat so i know what you mean um yeah yep i wonder if that's um that could be like a main right source of that well i don't know right if it would be them being an apparition being stuck here or like a soul being stuck or something like that or just like what we're seeing as some sort of visual loop but um i didn't think about that right off the bat a visual loop does so what do do you guys think is the cause of that like what do you think why do you think people came to that conclusion of their ghosts being stuck um and so and then i guess to kind of put an emphasis on that i know protestants catholics and muslims all believe there's this day of resurrection and judgment right in which um what is deemed to be this type of a soul either gets directed to heaven or hell um, based on uh, kind of the choices or actions that are made uh, in the, on the time that you spend on earth, right? So this would be like a, ta- a state of, of purgatory that you would stay in. That's kind of this in-between state of heaven or hell, right? Um, and so there's the idea, I guess, in some religions, and other people believe it as well, is that, you know, if whatever the purpose of that would be, um, they get kind of stuck in this purgatory state, and then somehow they get attached back to the physical realm, right? So that's, I think that there's an interesting through line based on what you guys said and, and, and what relig- certain religions believe regarding, you know, apparitions or ghosts being stuck in the physical realm. Do you think there's any validity to that or? That's, uh, yeah, I was thinking about that as well. Like religions always trying to explain the unexplainable. And this always seemed to be... Um a lot of um emotion behind it and stuff and uh trying to explain that so 
if that kind of ties into be it uh those strong emotional ties or whatever being stuck here or whatever a lot of trying to explain the unexplainable can be tied i don't know to the religious aspect to it um so i don't know if that like i don't know what's if that confirms your question or like that answers your question but um Mm. i do think there's that tie from kind of always going back to time trying to right explain the unexplainable with religion and like how our universe works either scientifically or through faith of some sorts um and everything yeah passing on to afterlife like you said and um everything that goes with religion i guess what um having to i don't know be redeemed or whatever or do you think that religion that religious belief i guess or yeah that idea of you know paranormal coming through this being you know suspended state being attached to physical things and that's the reason possibly why people could have you know experience of of apparitions or ghosts do you think that there's validity to that i try to lean more towards not like the religious aspects of it Mm -hmm. i know yeah like saying like oh i have faith that that was a ghost that i saw you know what i mean instead of saying like no like i've i saw something but is that in my own human psyche like I, I wouldn't really mm. necessarily say, oh well, because I'm Muslim, that this is why I'm seeing things. Exactly. Yeah. I have seen this because I, I was chosen by the Abrahamic God that to see mm. this today. I, I think it, it derives more in, into the human psyche, and maybe, I guess you could say it's a religious belief. Like if you want, if you want to say like. How can I phrase it? Like, um, like driving like into the universe, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like kinda... maybe like a hmm. kind of like a like the upside down in Stranger Things. You know what I mean? Like that's that's kind of how I see it. Uh huh. Yep. Kind of like how when we fall asleep and we dream, it's like where is that coming from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you know? state. So. Right. That's mm-hmm. that's more how I think it derives from. So I, I can't really really relate on like the religious aspects of it. I also think um, even people that might have, um, well, I mean, if a lot of people were true, like more strongly faith oriented back in the day, possibly um, if they were on any mind altering substances, even just alcohol or whatever, um, anything they might see. Um, because a lot of times you'll see what you want to see, mm. I feel. If you're out there looking for something, you're going to find it um, mm-hmm. in one way or another and stuff. Um, take that as you will. And but um, and then, um, yeah, I think, like, you know, a lot of people have been on, like, a mind-altering substance throughout history and maybe have seen these things and um, from psychedelics to other stuff as well. And... Have then the yeah attributed it maybe of course to the first thing like that you know their first thing that they're comfortable with religion or whatever to explain it so it's just a fallback kind of but um right so as opposed to maybe searching out what that could be 
um, because that would lead them to insecurity because it's unknown. They, they try to relate it to something that's more comfortable and known, right? Something similar to that because it's comfortable. They can exactly. So they're not going to be called not necessarily crazy per se, but they can become relatable. Like, oh, my experience was real. Yeah. You know, I saw this. Yeah. 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 Yep. We all know. Okay. Really? Wow. Okay. You, you must be really faithful or like, yeah, you know, your faith must be very strong. Well, so that's interesting that you say that because I think that there's, yeah, I think that's kind of science believes in some of that. I, I've made a couple notes here. So there is some evidence that suggests kind of some, you know, something that you're saying is um, those who kind of just describe themselves as believers, but who don't attend church regularly are twice as likely to believe in ghosts um, rather than those uh, of people who are on the extremes. So rather they're completely, they completely don't believe or they're so deeply um, devoured by it, right? They just absolutely believe 100%. Um, so I thought that that was interesting. There's some evi- evidence that suggests that. So to me, it's equivalent to like, I, I think, I, the, I kind of put a spin on it like this. Like it's equivalent to people saying that people who believe in Bigfoot but don't, who, but who don't spend time regu- regularly in the woods are twice as likely to believe in Sasquatch rather than people on the extremes. Right, someone who absolutely doesn't believe in Sasquatch or someone who 100% believes in Sasquatch, there's nothing you can do uh, regardless if they've seen it or not. So I, ki- I don't know. I kind of thought that that was interesting, but it, it's kind of exactly what you're saying. Like in essence, um, yeah, there's this belief, there's an association with, with a belief in the experiences, experiences together that seem to reflect on the status quo. So it's like if you have a strong belief in something, like for instance, if my favorite, my favorite number is 27. If I have a belief that say, if I got saved on like the 27th day of, you know, if I did numerology, right. And I really believed in that, like this idea of like, you know, I add numbers up to the, to the number 27. Um, I add letters, there's a number association to those letters. And then I read things to try to find 27 in things like how that kind of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because you believe in that so strongly you believe that there's this association to things that that makes it real regardless if it's real or not i think that's interesting at the very least so and that's kind of an idea of kind of what you're saying and i think also maybe ties back to you right it says i think it ultimately speaks more on the human psyche i mean mm. uh, the fallback it, like i said is religion to like re- be, make it relatable but it ultimately speaks upon us the human condition and the human psyche I yeah, think. absolutely just like he said about you know like spending so much time in the woods to the extremist but at the same time maybe you spend so much time in the woods that that's all you believe is bigfoot you know what i right. mean so it can go true. both ways it's the human that's psyche true. so that's true it's how you perceive things that's, i would say that's true that's true exactly yeah uh, absolutely yeah there's so many different ways to yep exactly go about that and it has been like kind of thought about throughout history yeah true well so it's interesting there's so there's different types of these supernatural experiences there's different apparitions there's collective apparitions crisis apparitions um there's exorcisms um ghosts that appear to be dead there's ghosts of the living that appear to be alive which is interesting and then there's uh, uh, haunted houses and then um you know photography that have spirits or spirit photography that idea of you take a picture there's a ghost orbs orbs Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you guys think about any of that? Supernatural experiences that people have had. <laughs> well, that's Have you guys had any experiences? Like, can you guys, because there's, I mean, there's probably thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of report all, reports all throughout history. Um, people way back in the day seeing Mother Mary, um, you know, on top of some religious structure. Thousands of people claim to have seen it. There's photographs of this. There's, um, you know, testimonies of 
exorcisms. There's photographs, there's eyewitness, horrific eyewitness accounts of people having exorcism encounters or being in the room in which an exorcism took place. And this goes back along the, the idea of this purgatory state, right? Is that, is it possible that a soul, we could say this, could be suspended in this quantum state, and we'll call that purgatory, in which it can attach itself to physical things, so like i.e. a house. Yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. basically, mm-hmm. that would be something. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. coming through to talk to somebody or talk through somebody in the circle. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. seeing if it would attach itself. Mm-hmm. Or just, yeah, I don't know. That's Create that crazy. connection. Yeah. You're trying to like open that um, like rift more so or try to yeah. bridge that connection like actively like um, instead of like passively. Yes. Yeah. True. True. Um what was your question again? Um, yeah, have you guys had, it, I mean, yeah. is there any experiences, right, mm-hmm. that you can, well, because kind of, I'm just kind of going through this as well with the, sto- with you know, what we've talked about so far. So, um, yeah, if there's been experiences, I guess what I'd like to know is, yeah, what experiences have you had? Oh, yeah. And then um, what do you make of that? The things in history. Yeah. That's like two things right there. Um, yeah. Um, did, should I start off? Um I could start off with something that we didn't have an experience with. Oh, go. So I I was just thinking about it, how my dad had told me a story um, when we were kids that he was sitting on the couch and uh, my mom was bringing either, I'm not even sure if Joel was born yet, but mm-hmm. bringing me into the house and my dad looks on the couch and like turns back and goes and gets my mom like, who's sitting on the couch? And then they walk back and it was, I think this was an organ. They either walk back to the apartment or the house and my dad looks back and there's nobody on the couch. And my mom's like, or my dad asked my mom, like, who was that? Like, why was that guy sitting on the couch? And my mom's like, what are you talking about? Apparently there was a guy just in blue jeans and a plaid shirt. Really? His leg over his knee, sitting on the couch. Yeah, that's so creepy. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Where, and uh, I will have to ask my mom exactly. I'm not sure if it was out here. I'm almost positive it was an organ. Okay. Could have been California. But oh yeah, I absolutely. Say, I, I know that? she'll never forget it either. Wow. Because I was actually asking about some things last night, and I thought I was like going crazy, and she's like, "Nope, yeah, you were like five years old." And I was like, "How the hell do I remember that?" Yeah, Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Made an imprint. Something. Yeah. 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 Yep. yep. Legit. That's and incredible. it was just. Just one thing. Wow. We can go into that later if you guys want. But I just thought that was interesting. I That's, thought that'd be cool to share. Definitely. I, I don't think I've heard that. That's amazing. I was wondering, yeah, where that had happened. I was, if that had happened at the same location that my story eventually will. No, no. I think I was yeah. two years yeah. old or three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's yeah. why either he was one or barely even born. Yeah. Gotcha. Wow. That's incredible. That's... It's freaky, yeah. dude. Well, me, um, I yeah, I had like um, my whole like upbringing um, is like was very a lot of. I grew up loving horror, horror stuff, and um, movies, films, and um, all that stuff because my parents just let me and exp- you know exposed me to all that stuff just right away, pretty much. Um, 
I can't <laughs> believe it. Yeah, um, watching you know some of the rated R movies right off the bat, and all the classic slasher movies and stuff. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I would say I would probably definitely was too young, but it is what it is. I was exposed to that kind of mature content, somewhat you know mature content at a young age, and um, always fascinated with just like. Yeah, with scary stuff like that and um, that feeling and stuff of being horrified and um, by something, mm. you know, um, unexplainable or creepy or something. And um, um, so I always was like actively trying to be exposed to that, you know, and. Um, huh, that's interesting. Yep. From. <clears throat> Them allowing us to watch movies like, yeah, Halloween and Aliens. And some of my brother's favorite movie was Aliens. And, um, and like, the original Alien and um, all the different horror movies to playing video games like Silent Hill and stuff. And my family, like, my uncle introduced me when I was a kid to Silent Hill. Like, come check this out and stuff. I'm like, look how fucking ridiculously <laughs> sketchy and, you know, crazy this is. And, um right. Yeah, yeah, so, um, and that, like, scared the shit out of me, like, um, for sure, and, like, really kind of, like, scarred me, I feel, and um, to the point where I eventually, like, all the exposure of um, all the games just kind of, um, um, you know, you just start to, uh, in, in movies, you know, it's just a movie and stuff, and or it's just a game, so it doesn't, like, scare you as much and, and um right yeah yeah so um yeah and um but um i've always like I, my i always grew up with um my parents were i mean somewhat not really religious but they grew up they grew up religious and um i kind of grew up in a somewhat like catholic they were you know not really but supposed Catholics and um, <laughs> but um, we didn't really ever yeah go to church much and uh, sometimes mm. occasionally but um, I always wanted to when I was young I was like oh my god um, I think my school my kindergarten was uh, one of my like preschools one of my preschools was at like a church or whatever I can't remember and um, yeah it was I was like I don't know wanted to believe in like a higher power or something like that you know and like tried to pray and stuff like that and um tried to believe in these some of the supernatural things that would creep me out when i was younger and stuff like what's well, like that bloody mary thing in the mirror oh stuff, yeah right that yep. was like the creepiest thing yeah to try to do right oh my god yeah i remember that yeah i, I remember oh doing that god. in the mirror I when i was like younger. shit myself trying to do that <laughs> shit yeah i was like oh my oh, god candy man yeah, Candyman yeah, right. was another yep. one. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Yeah, the three I, times Bloody Mary in the mirror, and then yep. your lights go off or whatever, or they go on and turn back off, and then boom, there it like is. coming like, out at you or something, or yeah. like you see it on your Th neck or feel That's it. very yeah. Slenderman-ish, right? Yeah. Where it yep. comes through the screen, it comes through the mirror, mm -hmm. and then it's, you're gone, yeah. you just disappear, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's a little like bit that. more, like, old school, yeah. Nowadays, they might have, like, a Black Mirror version with the, uh, the, with the uh, computers, yeah, or something, but... um. Yeah, and um, so I, I tried to, like, believe in that shit. Genuinely kind of freaked me out when I was younger. And, um, but uh, as I grew up and just kind of just felt disappointed in various things, um, everything, like, 
supernatural seemed to fade away um, mm. from, you know, Santa Claus not being real to, you know, everything or whatever. Um, there were just the realness of everything and started to, um, yeah, just um, losing. Yeah. So I, I could, I never could be like religious. I never felt like. Because so many things kind of lost significance as we grew yeah, up. Yeah, and right. I never had, like, never, Jesus never spoke to me. Yeah. Um, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> at least maybe he was, but I was just not listening. But damn, I don't know. But um, maybe, like, um, maybe that's my fault. Maybe I'm more, I'll be more receptive in the future. And that maybe, who knows? I'm trying to be more open-minded. Exactly. That's a, another thing. I'm trying to be... Uh, more open-minded but um yeah i guess i i became more and more closed-minded and stuff in general hmm. and and just you know i was like oh none of this is you know um panning out the way i was told it was it, yeah yeah and just like science science for sure i'm just believing in science which isn't a bad thing to go that's not a bad route to go but um i was just like yeah for sure like um uh, and so that just took away all the mis- mysticism of the world the mysticalness or whatever um um but um and that is that's kind of continued on till kind of nowadays and stuff um it's a bit more cemented um and so um more and more i wish for something to like i haven't had many experiences to prove me um to have like something like um to prove me like like some supernatural thing has happened to me um and I want that. I I want that more and more. I want, I, even if it, like I, I, I've said it, even if it is kind of scary or whatever, it would be interesting if that would happen. Um, it would kind of be like, wow, like it would be something, um, anything, right. you know. Um, but, um, but I haven't really had any of those to help me believe. But I've had just one experience. Okay. And that experience happened happened at your old place and um that was i was wondering where the location of what your experience happened because i was wondering if it tied into that one location maybe if that location was something else and stuff you know yeah Um, and and to do so as a prerequisite so i tried to go into the history of the house mm -hmm. to try to go back from when the settlers even came and started Mm -hmm. settling and made the declaration of arizona essentially right where I was trying to find from there all the way up to see if I could go back from when the house was built in 93 to see what sat on that land. Because wow. sometimes, right, they say that where it's like, oh, there was a hotel, The Shining White, which is a movie, but it's probably, you know, it's based on fairly real events where things have been built on top of Native American land or, you know, a, a scene, something that happened in history that was horrific regarding either murder or whatever had happened and then that could possibly be the cause so i tried to go back and do some research it's extremely difficult to find just what was there or even accurate maps or to see it's without having to pay you know uh there's always a paywall yeah yeah. that you have to go through just to get Mm -hmm. you know minimum information is all they're going to give you so Mm -hmm. it's hard so i tried to see if i could pull anything Mm -hmm. i wasn't able to uh it's quite difficult but i mean this is a newly settled land and and you know, and generally speaking, compared to you know the old world, um, Europe and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, um, they've only started building. You know, Western civilizations only started building like up, you know, um, you know this area in the past. You know, um, you know, 
just a couple hundred years couple or whatever. Hundred years. Yeah, yep. yeah, technically. So the history is definitely long before we, you know, or, you know, Europeans have started settling the land. Definitely there's hundreds of, you know, years of different things that have happened definitely on that spot. Right. Spot. Yeah. 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 So Well, you start thinking about it too because, you know, Arizona, the whole – you know, with like Jerome and Tombstone and these types of places where, uh, you know, let's go like with the Wild West out here. You have, uh, it's just crazy to think of what could potentially have happened in that spot. You know, like it's just, yeah. Just a little interesting fact, just throwing it out there. I'm pretty sure uh, Tombstone is the uh, highest mined area for silver in Arizona. Oh, that's amazing. I think it was like 200 million tons of silver or something like that. That's it was amazing. just some crazy number. Just, yeah. That's incredible. I, I, oh man, I want to go buy a it. silver bullion. That's right. incredible. That's, wow. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It's huh. amazing. The history is so cool. And it's something I've come to appreciate more and more as I've grown up. Um, yeah. Definitely. And um, the history of, and like you said, um, the, um, this everything that goes with like the settling of the west if like if any of these spirits are like involves like it has to have to, if it has to be like emotionally charged or like kind of um to be you know stuck here or whatever um there's always like the idea and the romanticism of the west and settling the west and all that goes with it and um you know the fight between the white man and the indians and stuff or native americans and um the you know yeah just romanticizing that and manifest destiny and everything Mm -hmm. and um the concept of that and um i'm not saying i agree but but just the concept behind that and uh the movement of it and um the passion behind that concept and stuff to drive um kind of like the final frontier like um we like this is we need to you know settle this or whatever and so um yeah like it it could be like a hotbed out here for that type of activity and different um that's why yeah you think you see a lot of the other type of stuff in haunted saloons and stuff right mm-hmm. and in uh, tombstone different stuff like that and um so i wonder if that could have played a role in the, my experience at um in the uh, in the living room, and right? Stuff. Okay, and here we the go. Living yeah. room was the setting. Um, should I should I continue into yeah. kind of into the main? Sure, yeah. please do. Yeah. yeah, um, I haven't. Yeah, so I haven't had many um things to confirm like supernatural and spiritual existence and stuff, and I want it more. But there was just one experience that um I can't deny and stuff. Um, it's the one thing, and um. It's, it happened when I was um, about, I don't know, 10 years ago. Or, and it was when I was more looking. I was still looking. Um, I was still kind of a bit more receptive and looking for, like, um, if there were supernatural things. And I remember kind of even around that time um, being impressed by George Harrison and his um, interest in Hindu, you know, culture and um, and all that stuff. And um, if that's the right terminology. But um, um, it was just one another night. I used to spend the night there a lot, and I, was, I used to sleep on the couch all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Nice, comfy couch, <laughs> and um, always, always, always there. 
And um, I, I spent enough time to um, kind of get used to, like, the routine of um, the people waking up, you know, in the morning and leaving for work. And hearing, um, you know, people, like, walking around and stuff and then getting ready in their keys and stuff and then going out the front door and stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe the car pulling away. I just got used to that. I could, you know, it was consistent every time I'd spend, you know, the night and stuff. And, uh, but um, this one time was just different. And um, um, yeah, it was, and because I would hear it a lot and stuff. And it usually would kind of, I guess, wake me up most times, I guess. Um, I'm kind of light sleeper, and so I usually wake up a lot. And um, I'd at least kind of notice it most of the time and, um, and then, like, go back to sleep. And, but I would always hear it from, like, you know, I'd always hear the door close and stuff usually. And, um, mm-hmm. and um, But this one time, I'm just resting and um, sleeping, and it uh, wakes me up. Um, I hear movement, and I hear uh, footsteps, um, Pretty typical. Pretty typical at first. Um, pretty typical at first. But um, no um, progression necessarily. Um, like a picking up keys and gathering anything off of the table or anything and like unlocking a front door and closing a front door and driving away. None of the progression of the usual um, just, yeah, getting ready and stuff. And I heard these footsteps all around my head um, as I'm laying down on the couch. Um, what do you what do you mean by that? Footsteps around your head? Yeah. Uh, so I can I'm lying down still, and I ha- don't open my eyes for some reason because I'm pretty confident that this is the same um, sounds I hear every um, time I spend the night and stuff. And so it's no bother. I never. I just usually just sleep and stuff. And um, and so. Um, <clears throat> Maybe I'd wake up sometimes to smoke a cigarette or something and go back to sleep um, when I was smoking cigarettes. But, yeah, I'd usually just kind of just, just continue to keep my, you know, eyes closed and just sleep and stuff. And um, I'm sitting kind of uh, lying down on my side with my head on the pillow. And um, I am um, I'm trying to think of what sign I was facing. Um I'm pretty sure I usually sleep on like my right side, and so uh, technically my like my f- face was facing into the back of the couch, like, okay, yep. and stuff rather than out and stuff. And um, I'm pretty sure that's how I usually sleep. And um, so all these footsteps are um, I'm hearing like I don't know, just um, just on carpet, just on carpet footsteps, and um, um. Something like which like shoes, kind of like what shoes on, kind of um, not like barefoot necessarily, kind of like you would be ready to get going and stuff. And um, it just kind of um, became kind of more kind of like unpredictable, like and like kind of erratic and mm. uh, broke from the normal pattern and stuff, um, rather than going from here to here and then grabbing this and getting and going, kind of came from here to here. And then back to there, and then over towards me, and then kind of further away, and then back towards me again, and then kind of shuffling around like my head, like around the back side of the couch, and then around back to like the front of me. I'm getting goosebumps 
just talking about it. Oh. Um, and then um, kind of came back to where it would be the front of the couch where I'm facing away. Like, um, it would be, like, behind me and stuff and stopped right there. And um, I just get goosebumps. Um, it just felt like staring, just chilling right there, staring and no more movement. And um, and so I just God. feel this. Yeah, and I'm just chilling. And I'm like, this is odd. Like, I wonder what's if there's an issue or something, and um, or if I can help or something or um, or whatever, or if maybe I'm lying on something. I might be obscuring something, or I could be lying on something. And I was like, oh, for sure. Like maybe I should just so like it's just say what's up or like you know. And so, yeah, I do. Uh, I just you know just lift myself up real quick and look, and um, there's just nobody there. And um, I can't remember necessarily if um, the person that would, um, if, like, they were normally leaving, um, if they had left already, or if um, it it was the day off from work. I can't remember the specifics. Um, See, that that to me is so interesting. Like, you can speak to that a little bit because you got so familiar with the schedule, you had said, right, to where you almost would just know even in the back of your head, like, even if you're sleeping, you might, you know, be unconsciously wake up around that time because you were so conscious of it became ingrained in your biology. Like, you just automatically wake up around that time. So that's interesting, you know, because, uh, I don't know, I just think that's interesting, like, just just to speak to that a little bit because that's crazy. To, to know the schedule so well and then to be like, yeah, but to a point where you can almost predict the movement of the person. Like typically it's like, you know, the pattern would go away from me because they're getting this and then closer because they have to get their keys and stuff. And then away from me, the door shuts, car goes, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, and this was mm-hmm. unpredicted completely like the yeah. weird, odd movements. Yeah. And like, yeah, or it sounded like that at least. I normally would usually hear the door close at least and stuff. Um, or open, but um, none of that. It just stopped and stuff, right? And then um, I'm pretty <laughs> sure um, they were uh, the person had already gotten ready and gone, so I'd supposedly missed the door opening and stuff. But I usually don't like just go back to sleep or like doze off like that. I never do. Um, my brother is more so kind of likely to do something like that, but I'm usually like it's hard for me to get to sleep, and once I'm up, I'm up, and um, I don't doze off a lot and stuff and uh so like it was just like a continuous stream of events that I was like com- completely aware for and uh and that that woke me up that was it um I remember that um mm-hmm. I didn't go back to sleep after that and um I was up for the rest of the morning and stuff after that and I um yeah that that always uh was uh significant and um the most significant thing I feel like definitely something was yeah like standing there um not exactly what but like um almost like bigger than um possibly bigger than the um like you know who i would be expecting to be leaving for work or whatever um um almost like a bigger presence and stuff i don't know bigger footsteps on the ground well and to me like to if I like paint a mental picture of the way that this would be, it would be like if you were walking like right here, this is how I want to phrase it. It's like if you were walking by yourself in a semi sketched 
right? Area that you're not familiar with, it's dark, mm-hmm. right? And then there's street lights. And as you're walking, you know, you don't pay any mind to it, but you maybe hear some steps, right? And then the steps start to get closer. Mm-hmm. And then there's a shadow. And the shadow seems normal. And then it gets closer and that shadow starts to get bigger and bigger to the point where it's almost right behind you. And that shadow is so big. Mm-hmm. It's like this thing is mat, like this, you know, it almost feels like that, right? Yeah. So kind of a similar thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Except it's just very difficult to determine, like, you're not able to see that shadow on the ground. Yeah. So you, it's, and then when you tried to look to see if there is even this thing there, yeah. there's nothing there. Nothing there. And, right. And I already had missed the person leaving, apparently. Yeah. And um, that's so crazy. It just, would just, it's just completely unlikely a lot, or like a lot of times for me to have, like for me to doze off. And, and um, it was just like, if I'd ever had an experience, that was it. And, um, I want. I kind of want more. Yeah, like I, I, I want something. I'd like something to prove me else, like some other things. And um, yeah, yeah. So I actually do in the same house. Interesting. I'm not sure because you've never really said anything. I don't think to me. I don't think I ever said anything to you about our experience. So I don't know where our experiences lie. Like. And the like timeline, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure if mine could have been before or after yours. I don't remember. I I honestly don't don't even remember how old I was. I'm guessing I was around 16, Mm -hmm. maybe. I honestly don't remember. I couldn't tell you. Mm. Man, maybe it had to been after that. 2011, I think, was around the time that my experience happened. 2011, I'm pretty sure. 2011, yep. Probably. So mine was probably around the same time, because that's around when I dropped out of high school. Okay. 2011. um, It was, like, really early. I think I had just gotten done watching Adult Swim, so it's, like, 1.15 in the morning. And uh, I remember... shutting off the TV because I I would only go out for like 15 minutes to watch Super Jail or whatever on the couch. And right. so, and that's the only way I could watch it. It came on at like 1 in the morning to one fifteen. Yep. And then one fifteen to one thirty was usually Squid Billies or something, but I, I had most of the box sets. So I never really watched um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force from like 12 to 12.30 or anything like that. I only came out for 15 minutes to watch that. So I walked, went back into my room either put on a movie probably like the same thing like one of the movies i would really like to watch going to bed for some reason was um the prelude to the exorcist so like you know (laughs) just things that were if anybody's ever seen the movie i think i watched it with you but remember you know like the boy that got possessed and started losing his hair and then becoming demonically possessed and everything and yeah so yeah. I would just always be into watching horror movies and stuff like that. So it's, and it's the same thing. Like our parents, at least for me, I'd be watching Chucky and it and yep. sightings on sci-fi. I didn't grow up like most kids were like, oh yeah, did you watch like maybe nowadays like Paw Patrol and all this? Like it wasn't mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. That's such a so, good point. That's mm-hmm. such a good point. It just seeing how people were raised a little differently, but kind of going off track, I guess. But um, just trying to make a relatable sense. That's true. Uh, I went back into my room, 
had like crazy munchies. And of course, at that time, I was very unhealthy. So I probably took like a quarter loaf of bread and toasted it. <laughs> and I'm just talking straight toast, butter, and milk. Hell yes. That's the good yeah. <laughs> I That's what I was craving. So I walked into the kitchen, turned on the light. As far as I know, the only light besides that light that would have been on would have been either my bedroom or just the TV that was on, which was a small box TV, not a flat screen, old school box TV. So I walked into the kitchen, walked straight to where the toaster was, and I'm kind of like leaned over facing like the pantry. And uh, if I look to my left, I just see my fridge. So I would have actually have to back up and look left to see into the living room where the little awning like hallway was. And I'm toasting everything, buttering it up. I cut it all. And then as I pull back, I look to my left and I see this, this figure standing there. Um, just as like a reference, I just pulled this up and I thought it was funny that you wore that jacket because it's kind of like the same, really? like that thick, yeah like if you know thick so it was it would have been like something like that yep wow yep except in his wow would have been in his right hand he was holding more of a square boxy briefcase it wasn't like a bag so i'm not sure like an era in time just so everyone's listening so this is like a 1960s kind of jfk era maybe 40s or Um, 30s yeah it kind of has that kind of air i guess yeah so guy dressed up in a suit carrying a typical briefcase you know maybe secret service type of a a person to everyone who's listening yeah my brother kind of of like that era it's like just 30s almost yeah Yeah, 30s 40s yeah that's crazy i pull back look to my left and see this guy standing there just arms to his side, holding a briefcase, hat on, kind of like a Flodora, but more rounded. Interesting. Um, the suit was all gray. Didn't really have a lot of complexion to his face. Not really white, not really gray. Um, and hmm. so I look to my left, see him, and I blink and he's gone. And I instantly just heart drops down my stomach. God run in my mom's room and I'm like mom mom there's somebody in the house right I was like there's somebody in the house and I think at at that time the only gun we had in the house was like her derringer so I'm like you know give me the gun give me the gun and she's like no no and that's the first thing I thought of yeah and there's nobody in the house I was too scared to walk outside that's just something but like it goes back into the psyche. Like, was that there? Was it something like delusional? In like a 1930s looking suit that's super interesting with like a suitcase as well, or like a briefcase or something. Yeah. That makes interest. It's like, it's such an interesting visual, too. It would have been like a, just so everybody knows, too, like a Caucasian male. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But just seeing that, like, freaked me out and it goes in the other things that i've thought of um like just being growing up when my dad was still alive and i would hear like footsteps on the side of the building like walk so we had rocks gravel Hmm. separating on the houses so Mm -hmm. i remember like hearing like constant uh how would you say like just footsteps like 
Yeah. There was no like off. It wasn't off. It was like perfect walking straight wow. to the back. Wow. Past my window on the side of the house. Weird. So I would I would go into my dad's room. I'm like, dad, dad, like somebody's on the side of the house. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. And I might have even had my window cracked. Um, and my dad would be the first person to get up like with his pistol in his underwear, <laughs> or his white shirt, you know how he yep. was. And just walk yep. on the side of the house, you know, go out there with it on his side. Yep. I'd kind of like peek around where the garage was as he's going to the side of the house. And he'd look and nobody would be there. And he was like, no, go back to bed, son. That's so crazy. That's just one, like, and I'm kind of like going back, like, into my subconscious trying to remember things that had happened. Because I feel like a lot has happened at that house. Wow. Yeah, see, that's why I tried to go back to see if I could find anything, right? Like, how would you say, like, when you go back in your memories, what is that called? Um, re, I forget, oh. uh, you know, the terminology. Uh, I think I, anyways, I wonder, that's interesting. 19, I, I forget the terminology, but yeah. I wonder if it's tied to like, if, do you think it's like tied to that location you think, or perhaps, um, that would be interesting. Um, I remember seeing a photo of, um, the um the street right nearby um and it was taken like 1966 and it, there's barely anything around there's barely anything around and stuff and um it's still dirt roads i think and um and so you think about like um if that was the 60s or um i do remember seeing photos of vehicles coming up around the area like in their old um like 1920s 30s vehicles going up you know around mm-hmm. and um yeah like the historic photos of arizona or phoenix yeah, like yeah there's right. an archive and so I think. that's what i was telling joel when he said that he wanted to kind of look at old pictures of where our house might have been and i was like well they released that photo in like the 1960s 70s of paradise valley mm-hmm. high school and it's an uh, above yeah. aerial view, you know, and everything's dirt. And I was like, well, if you could get a new age picture and line it up and try to see, you know, maybe what was in that area just mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That would be, that'd be pretty wild to be able to it's, yep. actually depict that. Hmm. I wonder if that's, like you said, if like that's something that you saw just yourself or if that is something that's like some sort of spirit that's tied to the location and like it's, um, like you know from the era of like yeah that you know 30s to 1960s or something like that or um that's super interesting that's very specific like dress yeah exactly and it's not like something that i've ever seen before nothing i would have been thinking about it's just very strange it was just literally within the blink of an eye there and then gone interesting Sounds like a bowler hat almost, like you said, round, like a fedora, but more rounder. Yeah, like just a like bowler hat, those types. Yeah. Oh, with like the round top. That's very... well, no, more like a flat top. Really? Like rounded, oh. like um, uh-huh. cylindrical, like okay. on the top. Like a like kind of top kinda, hat style? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. Wow. I wonder if that's like, yeah, like like 20s or style or um, I wonder. Yeah, like 19. Like what would that be called? Nineteen the teen, nineteen teens to twenties. What is that called? <laughs> yeah, the, the, early um, teens to twenties. Early twentieth century. Yeah. The tens. Them tens. Ten, tens. <laughs> Them tens. 
to the twenties. Um, super interesting because that's very specific dress, kind of. Um, definitely carrying a briefcase and stuff. So that definitely puts like a kind of dates, somewhat dates that I feel um, that that apparition or or whatever that that sighting. I wish I could have turned around. And I've gotten at least some sort of visual, whatever, be it like a shadow from what I, my experience lying down. But there was no visual representation of anything, nothing movement, nothing amiss, nothing, no changes in temperature. There was no, nothing audible, nothing that I could hear that changed after that moment. Um, just the moment of once I turned, um, and like saw that uh, the feeling of being washed that presence behind me immediately faded away um kind of so i wish i had a visual like that to to see yeah the um if there was a like a period um if they were dressed in some sort even if i could look at the shoe they'd look real quick and see a shoe and it was like a dress shoe or something like that yeah yeah real quick it's on yeah but nothing no visual um and stuff just like yeah yeah so that's like a different. I had like a lot of audio stuff I heard, kind of like the footsteps and like a presence, but you saw something and stuff more. So, and I wish I, I had a visual and stuff. So that's interesting, you know. Well, and then, you know, we can, I guess I can kind of throw this in too is that, you know, there's the idea of like beyond normal things being attached to physical normal things, right? And then we can go into like ESP, for instance, like people who have. Um, people who receive information outside of the senses, unaware how they do it, this type of a sixth sense or beyond the the normal sensory input that the average person typically might have and how that could even be a real thing and how there could be people who have the ability to channel through, uh, you know, Ouija boards or physical devices, right? There are people who have, it's possible that there are people who have um, experiences that are beyond normal because they have some beyond normal sensory input for some reason and can communicate or bring these things in through a physical object given their you know abilities mm-hmm. you could say i guess so and i wanted to throw that in there because that's a good talking point i think uh, telepathy telekinesis um people who kind of experience these things or what you guys are even talking about kind of poltergeist types of events where things fall over things get thrown you might hear things steps loud you know noises somewhat in the background and um and that wouldn't even necessarily be a physical possession of something like some you know what i'm saying that's kind of alluding to experiences to what you got like a poltergeist type of event except something didn't fall over per se you guys heard or saw something so yeah maybe like years prior to that too when you guys probably first met my ex well girlfriend at the time like we were a lot in like the witchcraft that's something that we haven't even talked about when when we were younger the Um, craziest thing sorry to interrupt but that's and maybe you can speak on that too a little bit but when we were younger i remember right like you and at least one or two other people, I was only there on a couple occasions, but doing stuff like almost seances and stuff out in behind that church or where that church was or mm-hmm. before it was built. Right. Yeah. And that when it was still dirt a dirt lot, it was actually yep. a, um, this is a basketball court. I remember rollerblading up there and stuff. And then bam, they turn it into a church. Yeah. Like, isn't that fucking crazy? How crazy is that? Wow. Of all things, they turned it into a church. It's yeah. almost like, like, I don't know. So in that aspect of religion, so if if it does, if hypothetically exist, 
and like we did some fucking serious shit on that land. That's what I'm saying. Maybe somebody was like, okay, this spot needs to be blessed, you mm-hmm. know, or like needs to have this here. Mm-hmm. That's but crazy. We we did some pretty sketchy shit between, yeah, like growing up. To be honest, I did a lot of fucked up shit between what? killing animals, like. Well, and that's and what I remember. And stuff like nothing crazy, nothing like serial killer status. Like I'm out killing no. cats and dogs, but like. Well, and some of those I think were accidental too. Catching like, birds and just fucking ripping their head off and then throwing the body against the wall. Jesus like, Christ. Like, and I don't even know why we did it. Like, it's like, and now thinking back, like I was, I was honestly thinking about that the other day. I was like, I wonder, like, it's probably fucked up. Like, you think that bird felt its body hitting the wall? You know what I mean? Like. It's, it's a whole different yeah, the, yeah, I, yeah. I, i'm um, kind of probably going off topic but no, no. no i mean that's but, you know like afterlife some of the stuff that we did growing up and that's funny that you had mentioned it too like i just thought about that right now shit candles well, and this is what i will say too to crystals. kind of speak on that i don't think it's out of the so for everyone listening they're gonna probably gonna hear that and say that is fucked like that's <laughs> completely fucked up that you did that but what people need to understand also is that my brother and i grew up with a father who avidly hunted every single year and would bring us hunting with him and if there was a time where we shot a bird you know and this is de- decades you know a decade plus ago you know when we were kids growing up um, and our dad was teaching us to hunt and kind of fend for ourselves. You know, we would shoot a bird or something. And if it wasn't fully dead, to put it out of its misery, you kind of rip its head off. And that's something that you do. So when I hear a story like that, I don't, to me, it doesn't seem out of the ordinary because growing up as a hunter, like hunting with dad, I wouldn't yeah, necessarily you, call it, myself a hunter per se, but. You would have been five to 13. I was six to yeah. 14. Yeah. So to we anyone else, they're like. Jesus Christ, this guy ripped the head off of a bird, you know, but in your, even in your mind, you might not even be thinking about it, but subconsciously you could be like, you know, um, I, I have to do this to put it out of its misery type of a thing, you know? I mean, who knows? You, you know, it could be a number of things, but I wanted to bring up that specific seance event because I know, and this kind of ties into all that stuff, like is it possible that someone has capabilities of bringing so-called spirits that are in this purgatory quantum state where it's just it's not in one place or another it's just in this in it's in the in-between is there people who can tap into the in-between and bring this these things through and they could either be stuck to a physical place right or limited to a physical place some might be not limited at all and can go anywhere that they want or they might be with a person per se you could say even with a person um so the yeah. To try to get a timeline like where our stuff happened, like if you don't mind me saying, like, remember when we used to play the or use the tarot cards? Uh-huh. Was it before or after that? Oh, I totally forgot about that. Um, it was around the same time, or like my experience. Yeah. Um, it was around that same time. It was all around that yeah, that I was trying to get into looking for I, anything. Yeah, I think mine was before that. Then that's why I started going into that kind of stuff, I think. Okay. Which yeah. is weird because it was a 1920s, 1930s weight rider deck. And I still have that. It's, oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's actually in my room right now. Okay. Uh-huh. I have both of those decks. Interesting. But um, I, don't, I don't know. Just something that I, I started thinking about. And I was like, it's, it doesn't really relate, I guess. You know, but I, I'm not sure what I was seeking really doing it you know what i mean i'm oh. not sure well that there could be i don't know this is the thing i think it's i think it's fair to say keith i'm sorry to, to to interject here but i think it's possible that people who potentially could have esp capabilities even without seeking 
right? There could be something that's attached to that deck, right? That you're not aware of. And by even opening that deck, playing with it, utilizing those cards, I don't know how it works. Like that's mm-hmm. the thing. It would be, it would, science would have to get to a point to kind of try to sum all of this up of how these things would potentially happen as opposed to just being a coincidence based on a strong belief. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, 27. Okay. So you start calculating 20, like we referenced earlier, like it's something more like, it seems like there's some people who have the experience where, yeah, they almost seek it out and others who don't seek it out at all. And it just happens. And they're like, what the hell was that? Mm-hmm. Like, so mm-hmm. I, I exactly. Don't, it's, it's true. It's yeah. ha- It's hard to, yeah, that's a good point. Um, I do believe like, yeah, what you said, maybe like, or, I don't know. I'm not sure. It could be true, I guess, that more people are like have an antenna that's more in tune with that. Um, and um, maybe that can kind of sway, like it can become stronger depending on that, what they're doing in their life at that moment mm-hmm. or, you know, um, and what they're focusing on or how tuned in they are. Or maybe some people are just more permanently tuned in. Um, and, the fact that you brought up, you know, that you guys were hunting and stuff, um, you guys were more closely dealing with life and death and earlier age, technically, than, um, like, I had, technically. And, like, I never did that. And so, technically, that's um, one of the... We talk about primal. Um, that's one of the, like, basic um, things that kind of, right, um, fueled human growth is being able to hunt and gather, right? And... Um, it's just like a, one of the more most basic things, right? And um, and it's like a was a part of day to day lifestyle that's been far um, removed, right, from us and stuff, which is weird. And um, but it's still a part of day to day life on of all the other animals and stuff. Um, but you guys were more tuned in with that basic gr- grounded like human trait and mm-hmm. stuff. And so I don't know if that helped if there are these satellites or whatever like that or you know like or whatever i'm saying like kind of that you're tuned in like you said esps or whatever like you're more tuned in to uh to be able to you know communicate or pick up these type of frequencies frequencies or waves that's such yeah, a beautiful yeah. way to put it man that exactly. really is yeah um, i wonder if that contributes or in some way when you're actually dealing with that kind of basic um kind of thing of hunting and like killing and stuff um for that like for that yeah essential purpose of like what harvesting the animals nutrients and stuff and um and yeah so i i wonder exactly if that's helped you or helped like yeah contribute to like you being more in tune with if that is there is that out there if you are more in tune and you know maybe like what i'm doing is like by looking so hard or whatever like i said like um earlier like if you look you'll see maybe it's what maybe it's backwards somewhat at times maybe if i'm looking so hard i'll never see or whatever um Mm, you look because you're looking so closely yeah um yeah you can't see the bigger picture right yeah maybe it goes both ways like maybe it's like the elephant in the room thing you're just standing too close to actually see the elephant so all you see is a shade of gray yeah yeah but if you take a step then boom oh my gosh it's an elephant yeah yeah yeah. but some people might be able to see that elephant up closer or like everybody's different like maybe yeah i'm just doing it a little bit different possibly or like Mm -hmm. doing it backwards and uh and um so maybe i've like if 
like I should be more open-minded. That's what I'm trying to do. And maybe if I um, do that and uh, try to be more ease, ease back and not try to get those answers out of life or try to actively seek and maybe something will happen that's truly um, profound and supernatural in some way. Uh, hmm. That's always a possibility. And um, of course, the more open-minded I am, the more likely that will be naturally. But um, yeah, yeah. So um, it's a super interesting, um, super interesting time. Yeah, I wonder if they had you, you dealing with that uh, helped you stay more in tune with that. Because um, I've never hunted yeah, like- and stuff. Or like also just like doing the rituals and whatnot, like slowly open up doors that didn't open until years and years later. Mm-hmm. Maybe being like, I don't even know how to say it, like not really knowing what we were doing, but wanting something out of it, I guess, or mm. thinking that we were doing it for a certain purpose. I like that. Yep. And then not knowing that, what we were doing really was like fucking with shit, like opening up something that should have stayed closed. Somewhat Pandora's box a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. In some kind of, so to speak, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, who knows? It's exactly. And um, it's kind of like digging up a grave. Mm-hmm. Like that person's buried. You should let them be. Like, don't open that up. That's you know, it's kind of like, lie. well, th- this is so, this is so crazy that you guys say that because I think, yeah, so this, it, here's to put an interesting take on this to see what you guys think. So it's like, uh, we, to somewhat, some people dismiss people who have out of the ordinary experiences who might be in tune, right, with things more so than anyone else's. But yet there's like science and there's technology that's being developed, say quantum computers, these Uh, large hydron colliders, these almost, you could say, like type of portals, you could say to tap into a whole nother dimension, right? Um, And there's so I mean, it's, you can do a little bit more research regarding some of the quantum computers, but that's something that they say, it's saying that they're able to tap into something, right? That's kind of out of this world, it's, it's extraordinary. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And so that's kind of interesting. It's like, okay, well, if we you know, I mean, we, we'd have to go into that a little bit more. But if we are able to technologically do something similar to that extent um, through like D-Wave, you know, that whole operation with quantum computers, if anyone who's interested, look into that, go on YouTube, you can find videos of the CEO talking about how they're trying to tap into these dimensions by utilizing quantum computers. And that could, you know, possibly, you know, tap into these entities, you could say, right? And so it's like, all right, well, hold on a second. If we're building you know, computers that operate and function similar to the way the body and the brain does, right? And if we can already, or there's people who have claimed that they have the potential, you know, they can do these things by being more attuned and tapping into these dimensions, we're discrediting them, but yet we're kind of actively pursuing that um, to some extent in the technological front. I just find that interesting. Damn. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Stargate, opening up realms. Well, that's supposedly, you know, that's supposedly what, you know, is being said. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a whole different. I didn't even think about like. Well, because, yeah, you think about like, well, quantum computers is, you know, processing things at crazy fast information um, in a way that the brain processes things that a standard computer couldn't process. 
um, that information. So it's like we're basically building a human brain and we're tapping into, which is so it's, it's kind of the same thing the way that I look at it. One is just totally biological, right? And it's, you know, and then one's technical. I mean, it is, we're technically just a biological technique, right? That, so that's kind of what we're building to do the same thing that people could potentially already have the capabilities of doing. I find that so interesting, but yet it's like discredit. Well, I don't want to say discredit, but it seems like, you know, some people would rather discredit it than maybe just be open-minded to saying, well, who, let's t- talk about it at least, right? Let's have a conversation to see, you know, what could be explored. So I've, I, I don't know. I just find that interesting with D-Wave. And- That's interesting. I don't know a lot about uh, all that um, necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I did like have one little other like experience that was happened way before that experience that was like, um, less, I, it was my one before that experience, but I've kind of, you know, like dismissed it now because, uh, it seems, I don't know what to think because somebody else was there and I don't know. He, I mean, I don't think he was lying, but, um, he supposedly experienced it as well, but I'm just not sure what happened. Uh, we were both younger, of course, but, um, that, um, Hmm. It happened years before. Um, that's my only other experience. It wasn't as like, not that my experience was very like intense. Um, but this one's even less intense. I feel. Um, but I was uh, spending the night at my buddy's house when we were in like seventh grade or something like that, and um, he um, had a guitar in his room. And he didn't really play guitar. He tried to play a little guitar maybe um, at that time. Not much, but um, not really at all. But he had one in his room. And um, I guess his uncle played guitar. And I think his uncle had passed. And um, we were uh, I was just spending the night there, and we were in his room, with, and his guitar was just leaning up against the wall. Um, just leaning up against the wall. And um, it was within, like... 10 minutes of us like turning off the light and we were going to pass out and stuff and we're just lying there and then um very like specifically or like particularly um the guitar like did a slow strum almost as if with like a pick or like somebody's thumb um just one two three four five six all open strings um perfectly like it, the guitar was perfectly tuned e a d g b e and um just and open is you know easily instantly recognizable just almost sounded like a human just like and um he immediately bolted up and he was like what was that and like did you play that and i was like that's no i didn't it was across the room from me hmm. he was lying on his bed and the guitar was across from him in the opposite corner and i was opposite i was on the opposite side of his bed and it was further the guitar was further from me and um yeah um it's not like he had any dogs or cats or anything and the door was closed and um but it was like very specific it wasn't like a little one string pluck or like a it was just like a nice sounding one two three four five six almost like a harp or like i i don't know what comes to my my mind is like someone walking by like a fence 
like a metal, and they're just kind of going exactly same rhythm, just like consistent, right? Yeah, exactly. With the walking, or like someone just walking past and like if I could reach, if I just did that, yeah, same exact sound. Like if somebody intentionally did it and not like they brush past like a jacket like you know when you hear a string kind of rustle or something um like a guitar string rustle it's like no somebody actually like one two three four five six but yeah so that was very weird and mm. somewhat unexplainable and it was an acoustic guitar acoustic electric um guitar and um it was so it was somewhat loud it was um it kind of like you could hear it definitely it wasn't like an electric uh that wasn't plugged in yeah because you said your friend had jumped up and was like what the heck he bolted up yeah, yeah. And he was just like what was that did you do that i was like no what's that and we kind of it freaked him out and stuff and that freaked me out um the how freaked out he was and stuff i was yeah. just like really like you didn't you're not fucking with me like <laughs> you know i was like that's really weird man he's like yeah my uncle passed away he was a big guitar player man and uh I don't know. Like, I feel like it, uh, he's here or something. And uh, that's so weird yeah. to say that. Like, that's it's just weird to jump up and immediately. Yeah. You know, he like, was just boom. Whoa. Yeah, that caught me. I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah so that one was um, interesting, and um, um, that was the only other experience. That was the only other experience. Yeah. But that wraps up um, my experiences, and I wish. I always wanted like even something. Oh man, I I say it like I I joke, but people um, that might be more religious or whatever too. But I was like, <laughs> but uh, I was like, I wish even something like horrifying, like some if I encountered some possessed demonic thing and like saw it or whatever. I was like, I might regret it or whatever. Right? It's supposed to be like horrible or whatever, right? Or but um, but man, that would be a confirmation or like at least something like um to the point where i'm like numb i want so feel i want to feel something you know if even if it's good or bad or whatever but uh right yeah so that's um genuinely genuinely i like that would be something like really creepy or something like um yeah yeah but um yeah that's my that's that's what i got yeah yep i'm i'm looking but nothing's ever nothing's ever much nothing much has really spoken to me or has proven to me (laughs) (laughs) holy shit no that's just raising canes calling my name (laughs) no that's yeah i think there's a lot of people out there like that that want to experience something or like purposely do things to Mm -hmm. try to activate that yeah maybe i'm trying too hard or like maybe i always had been I feel like more and more, like, right, I've been trying to be more open-minded. I'm trying to, like, ease back, ease back, ultramagnetic MCs. See, and I'm wondering if <laughs> what I saw is because, like, I've always been infatuated with the past, like, something that Joel and I were talking about, like, I think it'd be very interesting. So maybe going off on this tangent, I think this would yeah, be for cool it. to get into. Sure. Um, so, like, a few years back, I used to travel to Tombstone, like, every six months to a year and I thought it would be crazy like you know driving through Williams and everything like imagine going back in like the 1880s 1860s and like we're going 60 70 80 miles an hour on the highway takes us an hour two hours to get to every destination stop we need to get to imagine riding a horse days and days through these canyons and mountains yep yep and if you guys have ever been to Tucson or Tombstone like you know how crazy like it it's just wild there is no mm-hmm. straight edges except for highway that's, that's it. true 
you go off the side of the road, you're probably dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's definitely intense. Yeah, like wilderness and everything. There's bears. I mean, yep. cougars. Mm-hmm. All what? kinds of wildlife. Yep. So, like something that I really wanted to do when I went to Tombstone, uh, going into Tombstone, there's a graveyard, and I think we paid five bucks each was me and my ex at the time to go and walk through this graveyard and they hand you a pamphlet and through this graveyard there's a bunch of grave markers some of them are like white crosses and then going back into like uh, not knowing this but so we go through every single grave every single person in that grave there's probably over a hundred and Damn. you know read their marker some of it just says here lies here lies jed mm-hmm. hung that's it Mm. there's no nobody really knows some of them aren't even marked a lot of the children weren't marked they just had a like a river rock mm-hmm. laid over it and you could tell it's old very old but going back in between the cowboys and indians what i didn't realize was some of the chinese settlers that had came in so there's this one gentleman that mm. was in town in tombstone and i'll have to find the pamphlets it's really cool uh, his was the most descriptive, and he had the most built-up uh, gravestone. Really? It had a fence around it with a huge, um, like, st- I forget if it was stone, but it was all built up. And he was actually killed, like, very inhumanely. For And he was like a, a goldsmith or, you know, he did some kind of work in town that was, you know, pretty decent. But he he was killed in, like, a very inhumane way. Damn. But in that sense, they had made like the most special thing in that whole plot of grave, which is like the main grave that was in town for people that were hung, uh, accidentally killed, died of um, scurvy or, you know, whatever kind of disease they had at the time. Damn. But one of the things, I think the last time coming back from... I think it was the last time coming back from Tombstone was, or at Tucson, was the chess that I bought. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, did I? I might have. It's like an 1860s. Uh, that sounds familiar. Maybe? It's a uh, chess that belongs like on ships. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, that's the whole reason I bought that was I was like, okay, that's really old. And I was checking it out. I was like 50 bucks. And somebody was just holding on. And I was like, I got to have this. Like, that's, I got to have it. Yeah. And that comes to, like, another thing of, like, things being attached. Like, mm-hmm. I always wondered, uh, you know, like, the time, like, my ex was very freaked out about having that, you know, <laughs> like, in the vehicle, you know, like, okay, we have all this old stuff. We got, like, an old Singer um, sewing machine, early 1900s. Damn. So we just got all this, like, really old stuff, like, that, that's, I, I don't know, just going into Tombstone and seeing, like, some of the ghostly it's not really i mean yeah it's a ghost town but it's not really known for like at least from what i know i know it as the okay corral wide earth you don't really think of it as like oh hauntings and stuff but then there is that background of things that you don't see there there are some actually famous hauntings in um tombstone there's i can't remember um there's like uh this there's this one um place in particular that is supposed to be like haunted i can't remember if it's like um, the local saloon. Um, yeah, it's probably like the local hotel or saloon. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but um, yeah, I remember watching like a thing on it and stuff. And um, 
Um, I know there's also, yeah, usually right, there's usually at least one um, famous or like haunting in any one of these ghosts, not, you know, old mining towns or any of that. You go to Bisbee, I went to Bisbee with my with my dad for um, a blues fest and the hotel is, I, I can't remember what it was called. It was called like the Copper Queen Hotel. And um, it's like it was there back then is the hotel that all the people like, stayed in when they were mining and stuff. And um, there's like this, uh, or like, you know, prostitutes probably and stuff. And there's like this um, famous room, I think, up on like the third or fourth floor, some shit, or second floor, some shit like that. And um, it's like, I think it's supposed to be haunted and people pay to, it's like the haunted room and they pay to stay in it. And uh, it's pro- I think it's like a prostitute, supposedly, you know, um, apparition or a haunting of like a prostitute or something like that but mm. um, yeah it seems to be a lot of like uh, at least um, I think these these old saloons will have uh, a, a, some haunting story a lot um, I know at least one in Tombstone and then there's that one in like the Bisbee the Copper Queen um, hotel I'm pretty sure that's what that place is called but um, yeah that's the fascinating thing about yeah the west out here is like yep there's that um it's yeah, it's got like a interesting, it's somewhat unique history. Like oh no, not somewhat. It's a very yeah unique unique history of the um, land out here. Yeah, definitely that. I've come to appreciate more and more. Jerome has that hotel that recently got sold for like two million dollars. We were talking about that, and it's interesting. The owner of that had, um, yeah, when he had built that, he originally had it for like his house guests, mm-hmm. but then also for miners. That was a uh-huh. big place, uh, just like David was kind of talking about the silver mining out there, right? In Jerome, I think you said. No, that was in uh, in Tombstone. Yeah, Tombstone mm-hmm. has the most. Oh, uh, Tombstone, okay. Bullion mine in Arizona. Well, Jerome. Well, yeah, that's interesting. I guess they probably would have been doing major Jerome mining was, work uh, out there copper. too. Copper. Okay, they there mine you go. Copper. Yeah. Yep. So that, that that's think, interesting too. You know, I guess Bisbee was probably copper as well, a copper queen. Yeah, because yeah, sure when we went up there for his birthday, it's 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 definitely creepy up there. Jerome's mm-hmm. definitely creepy. I don't necessarily know if it's just old buildings mm-hmm. or it's just because it's dark and kind of this ambience that you get. It's kind of like that feeling of the hair sticking up on the back of your neck when you walk through certain things, stepping up these steps. So I don't know, from my perspective, when you walk into this place, you start to think everything that went through this place all throughout its history. And even sitting in the theater seats is... Um, that hair on the back mm-hmm. of your necktie. It is very creepy. Because um, mm-hmm. I used to, I you know, one of my first jobs was working at a movie theater and I kind of moved up. And that's why I appreciate, you know, from that perspective at least, um, you know, movies and stuff. So just kind of sitting in those seats uh, and even going into that hotel, which they had blocked everything off. So, but even when you start to kind of go up the steps and then they block it off to where you can't go anywhere else, you, it's this eerie sense of like, I don't know. I I don't know how to explain it. Is it's something I, you know, it's probably equivalent to something that you guys ex- experienced when you saw or heard what you did. It's mm-hmm. something like that. It's very weird. Like it almost seems like there's something there, or something's yeah. watching me, or lived you know, in history. I, I like that. Like that. I don't know. A couple of words. Like just has this lived in history. Like you know, this place. Lots of things have happened here. Lots of emotions and stuff. And if any of that possibly has somewhat kind of stayed in that spot or kind of rubbed off in the surrounding furniture, wood, walls, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But, um, yeah. Yeah. It sometimes feels like that. I mean, if you go to, like, these places, I don't know if it's 
maybe because you go into some of these places beforehand with knowledge, like going into them that have like history and stuff and you get in your head and stuff. I'm not sure if that's it, but you'd have to, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. I just remember going into the Jerome Grand Hotel and like walking. It was like six steps up and then six steps more to the left. And then there's a like a red metal door, I want to say, or wooden door with metal like screen over the glass. And it just got like really, really hot, like a furnace, which is usually when they play, say places are haunted, it gets really cold. This mm. was the opposite. It got like a furnace. Interesting. It was like you were on fire. That's crazy. Um, and I remember this lady coming out and mm. or either a lady or a guy coming out of the door and then going back in and locking it. They're like, oh, yeah, you can't go in there. Like uh, it's a one way door. So like once you go in, you're basically locked in mm-hmm. or you get locked out or something. Mm-hmm. That's you have weird. to have a key to get back out. Mm-hmm. So if you sneak into the second yeah. <laughs> story of this hotel, you get locked you're like that's to, fucking crazy. Yeah, have to figure out a different way. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, no, no like that's it. Like you have to pay to be in those rooms. Interesting. So like where I was wasn't where like visitors uh-huh. and like we were we didn't take the tour or anything. We just uh-huh. started walking around. Yeah, we uh-huh. tried to get our, ourselves into some something exactly. Uh-huh. We're trying to see uh-huh. what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it's crazy like you can I'm pretty sure they have like a handbook or something. Like they have like a booklet uh, and you can go in and it people talking about their experiences and i'm sure that there's i don't know if i read it but i'm pretty sure if you look at that book there's people who have experiences that they write down also just letters of thanks you know to say thank you know we appreciate staying here and stuff but that place is known for hauntings like that place is and i think it goes back to the coal miners and stuff like that um maybe people dying in that place potentially or i mean i don't know you'd have to kind of go i don't, I don't know all the history behind that place but it's interesting nonetheless i always wanted to go yeah we should go there. On yeah, that note, do a do a whole episode. Note, yeah, it's amazing. I love we'll it. Up there. Yeah, <laughs> I think like when people talk about like intuition and stuff like that, I don't really think that I would ever be able to talk to the dead or anything like that. I don't really think I purposely attract things, but I do have like very strange luck, very unusually strange luck, and I know you can you can vouch for that. Yeah, so I can. on my I birthday when we were in Jerome, there's this out outside um little thing you can look into where there was like a box and or a crate in the corner and like this old wooden kind of like the trunk that I have old wooden like trunk and a had old rusty metal bars on the front of it where you can look into this huge concrete room there was no roof on it so wide open and it must have been a place for like maybe good luck or something like that there's a bunch of coinage thrown in it kind of like you would throw in a pond uh-huh. and I had like a, a wishing quarter, well or had a quarter in my pocket and like as like we're kind of going downhill. It's it's on a mountain, so everything's not really level. You're either downhill or you're going uphill. Mm-hmm. There's no real like flat um, streeting in, in a couple spots, but not too much with elevation. And I just take a quarter out and I throw this quarter, and it rolls perfectly right into this little like one inch divot at the bottom of this box. And it's all the way in the back of the room, just. I'm like, okay, fuck it. And I throw the quarter and bam, right into it. 
perfectly that's and he incredible. goes wait what and i was like dude yeah. did you see that yeah <laughs> i saw i think incredible. i was the only one maybe there i don't know i think it was just you yeah. and i yeah yeah because he like threw it with he threw it with just the most carelessness mm-hmm. you know you just he's just like ah oh, whatever yeah. and then this thing like bounces and it, it's almost like when you go to skip rocks in a pot yeah. and you're counting the bounces yeah. that's kind of what i was doing in my head and then all of a sudden boom Perfect. it goes right in yeah. and it's just like this wooden box all the way in the back um, of this like yeah little area where it seems like was a, wi- a wishing well or something and uh, yeah I'm like what the hell dude like that's, once again but his is, luck yeah, yeah he's got odd true. luck yeah yep that's interesting um I wonder yeah if that has a, a contribution to anything as well like um that's why I just like those little things where it goes like into my human psyche like did that mean something mm-hmm. is that a sign of something was that just like Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's random yeah you know like yeah it, it does like definitely like make you want to pick your brain like what why did that happen like why did i do that yeah why did i just get the quarter out of my pocket uh-huh uh-huh yeah yeah that's true that's true yeah pick it yeah i kind of it's totally uh, totally unrelated uh, this is totally unrelated but yeah like i don't dream I don't dream at all. Like, I don't know if that's because of the weed I'm smoking, <laughs> but <laughs> all that, I'm, I probably, I just go to sleep and I just wake up the next morning, boom, immediately. It's like a teleportation right there. But, um, <laughs> time travel. But, um, the other night, yeah, I had a dream and it wasn't anything supernatural, but, uh, and just completely unrelated. But, um, I woke up the next morning and I was like, oh my God. I, it was so, it was like, I had a dream. And I like, had to like, get my coffee and sit there. And I was like, what the fuck made myself, like, that must have been super important, I feel, um, for whatever. Because um, I never, for years, like, I don't remember my dreams and shit. And I, I was like, that was one, that was so vivid. And um, I was like why i was like damn my mind must be i must be really like invested or just like just kind of um i don't know zoned in or something or yeah in this and uh but i was just like interesting just kind of noted that and i was just like super interesting um because i never um i never remember my dreams i I, it wasn't anything supernatural but um that'd be awesome if it was like some sort of like destiny some sort of sign that would be really like nice um or whatever, but that's what do you mean by that? Just something like to, like a guiding light or something like, but like like right, like I was always looking for a message, right? Um, I was always like like when I was younger, I'd like yeah, I'd like pray when I was like what a kid because my parents were you know somewhat Christian, so like I would try it when I was a young 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 kid, whatever, like you know five six whatever, and I was always trying. To, um, but I don't know if this was maybe a little sign or whatever. I rarely dream, right? I never remember my dreams, right? So if there ever was like a sign, like why maybe this is it possibly. I'm always quick to dismiss that type of thought. But um, like, yeah, that's just wishful thinking, optimistic thinking and stuff. And it's like, oh, maybe this is a nice confirmation or um, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just me like kind of being somewhat obsessive or like just kind of more immersed than I need to be or whatever. And, Mm. um, but it just got me thinking, it's like, why? Cause that never happens to me. And it's like, do I need to pump the brakes? Is this a guiding light or like, what does it mean? Like, Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. If it, yeah, exactly what it meant, but it got me thinking more so than ever about like, um, 
well, yeah, like, why the hell did my mind do that? Like, like, for real, yeah, yep. So I definitely picked my mind apart mm. um, and still have been about that and stuff. And that's only been, yeah, recently, ever since I've been just kind of, yeah, being trying to be more open-minded, to say the least, you know, um, and stuff. So I don't know what to take of it. I know, like, a lot's been happening recently somewhat, but... um. Yeah, I don't know if there's just like some, yeah, but yeah, that's just random. Yeah, so the mind. Um, hmm. I, I'm I'm trying to be as more as open minded as I can and like not dismiss. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yep. So yeah, I'm 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 looking trying to attenuate yourself. Yeah, yep. I'm right? tra- I'm looking, but I'm not looking too hard. I'm trying to make anything be more natural, not forced, not forced. Yeah, so. Yeah, we'll see if anything supernatural happens or if that was supernatural. Maybe that vision, that dream was supernatural or something. Um, I don't know. Maybe, it's, yeah, it's probably just, I don't know, just a crazy dream. But I never remember my dreams or whatever. Um, Is there anything particular about it that s- sticks out? Um, yeah, like the vividness. Um, it's the How type, real it seemed? The types of dream, like, maybe I would have when I, like, stopped smoking weed for, like, a week. And shit. And it's like, oh my God, Jesus. Not these like ridiculously vivid dreams and shit. Yeah, like lucid. Like, yeah, yep. It was like that. But I was like on my just, I'm super, I, you know, just smoking the same amount and taking the same amount as I have been. And um, I usually just can never, ever remember dreams and stuff. Um, I don't think, it always feels like I never have a dream. I just go to sleep and I like, I wake up the next morning usually. Um, and I can't remember anything. Um, I remember when I was younger, when I didn't smoke weed, I remember being able to dream more. I remember that and stuff and having dreams. I remember dreams from middle school that were very, like, one-time dreams that made a lasting impact with people and stuff in them. And I still remember those and stuff. And that was when I wasn't smoking and, like, <clears throat> and taking weed. But, yeah, so that's what, like, I've come used to, like, not dreaming as I've intake, intake more weed and stuff and smoke mm. more and you know, edibles or whatever. I'm kind of used to that, just it, taking away that, taking away dreams and stuff. And so, um, but so this was just weird out of nowhere. All of a sudden, this really lucid dream that I was like there and like I could see everybody's face um, and everybody, like the setting. And I was reacting in real time. And it wasn't like I was on this predetermined course. I remember steering from the course. And, Consciously, um, yeah, in this dream, and Lucid I was like, dreaming. "I'm gonna go outside my. I would normally go this way, like in my comfort zone, and but I was like, because of the things in my life right now, mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to do the opposite. I'm gonna try to approach this and like confront this, and like I'm gonna engage where I would try to um, like not engage or watch from afar or something. I'm gonna I'm gonna steer into it and stuff and engage." And I can't remember, I kind of remember doing that and going and engaging in um, a situation kind of further developing and, um, but nothing like necessarily negative, um, if anything, probably more so positive. But um, yeah, so that was really just like, I woke up the next morning with this like, like, what the fuck? Like I've sometimes had nightmares (laughs) that kept me up like. Um, I wake up like kind of sweat and like, oh my God, I didn't sleep well. That was the worst like nightmare. I had just a anxiety, almost like an anxiety attack at night or whatever. Like that was a really bad, like kind of nightmare. But this was like opposite. I woke up and I was like, oh, that was like amazing. Almost like, yeah. Like talk about like, I don't know, profound, but it was like, oh my God, that was like, 
a pause. That was like something. That was like what Almost the fuck sounds was like that? Like an astrological projection. Like you, it was something that yeah, yeah, like you were purposely controlling. Yeah, yeah. I was like, was this meant for me? And like, did I have control of that? And I was like, it was something else. Um, so that was something else that just just happened recently. Um, and I don't know if that's because of yeah, this more. I'm trying to be more whatever, like ease back, I'm trying to just be a little easy going or just uh, less dismissive, more open, really, really, I always thought I was open-minded, but I more and more realized I just like really, really wasn't. I mean, somewhat was, but in some cases weren't. And so I'm trying to mm. really be just more and more open-minded and just be more, learn, trying to learn more and stuff. So, yeah, yep, the world still has a lot more to show me, of course. This and, is so um, true. I'm doesn't it doesn't it for to, all of us though, right? I'm just gonna try to let it. Yeah, um, I'm gonna try. Yeah, just try to like, conf- like yeah, like be super open minded and like challenge myself and stuff. And um, like I did in that vision, that dream, kind of. I'm gonna try to steer into, you know, what I would normally possibly watch from afar or or whatever. So that's yeah, lots to digest. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, on that note, I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I I think we've kind of summed up a lot of it, but I I, yeah. I would encourage everyone to kind of take a, take a look, try to attenuate themselves more, and just you know it, see what's out there, right? As opposed to just automatically rejecting it for whatever reason, right? Just explore a little bit more, see exactly what it is. You know, you might be surprised by what the answers are. Maybe not in the most you know optimistic way per se it could be something terrifying right so i guess it's best to address it in the way that you feel comfortable but regardless guys i appreciate you so much thank you for coming on um and just sharing your ideas um your experiences what you've what you've encountered and your thoughts and opinions so thank you i appreciate it so much truly thank you for so much for having me every day is a school day and yep keep your minds open and yep thank you again for having me truly Yep, absolutely. Love you guys. Yeah. Love you too, guys. Yep. Love you as well.